possible to like an episode less than I liked Reptile Boy. I remember I do. I remembered hating this episode. Um and then I confirmed it. I did not I I remembered very little about this episode. Like I remember the, it in detail and I hate my very first note is I remember hitting the hating this episode. It was about the swimmer jock that turned into creatures in the Black Lagoon. Yep. Yep, there's our summary. Uh, yeah, I I spent a lot of this episode being like, have I seen this episode? <laughs> On is, the other hand. Which is also what I did with Reptile Boy. <laughs> so I think that when I hate an episode, I just delete it from my memory. It does have one of my favorite scenes, though. One of my favorite scenes in all of Buffy. Will you walk me home? That's a good one, but no. <laughs> when... They're sitting in the stands at swim practice for whatever reason. I don't know people go to. And Cordelia looks over and sees this hot guy walking out. And the camera pans slowly up his body and on his speedo and up his chest. And, oh, hey, it's Xander. (laughs) I really like that scene. I did like that scene, too. I also like when Captain Cold... Yes. Asks Buffy to walk him home. That was that was a great moment. But on Xander, just real quick, because I've mentioned before that they put a fair amount of effort into hiding that Nicholas Brendan actually has a pretty nice body. Mm-hmm. And this episode, they were like, nope, here it is. Here's his body. And it's a pretty nice body. Yeah, good job, Nicholas. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, yeah, Captain Cold... Uh, oh, oh! So I wanted to, yeah, Captain Cold. I was, I spent a good portion of that first part being like, I know him. Who is that? Who is that? I know him. And then he said something, and he has a very distinct way of speaking. Yeah. And as soon as he said it, I was like, That's Captain Cold, motherfucker. That's Captain Cold. How old is he that he still looks like that? That he was playing a teenager in 1998. And is playing a, I don't know, just barely not teenager. No, he's in, he's in his 30s. And but he, I don't know, he looks, he looked good, Wentworth Miller. Yeah. He, uh, he didn't have his, his special way of speaking that I love, his Captain Cold way of speaking. Yeah, Captain Cold is, uh, a little over the top. I actually I looked, love him so I actually much. looked him up to see if maybe he had an accent, and he... He's British, he's tagged on Wikipedia as British. He's not, though. He was born. He was born in London, so he has dual citizenship, and his father is African American and Jamaican, and his mother is some mix of white, but they're American, and he moved to, back to America at one year of age. So the only reason he would have any accent at all is if his father has some Jamaican mm. accent. Um, but yeah, he. Every time I've seen him, he has a really kind of. It's almost a very clipped. 
way of speaking. Yeah. Which he exaggerates as Captain Coles, but it's evident in, in this uh, in this episode. He he always sounds like Captain Cold to me, and like I am I am now very aware that he existed prior to being Captain Cold, but I mm-hmm. feel like that was really my first time ever seeing him. So he's just always going to be Captain Cold. To I me. actually I really like this actor, and part of it is because you know, he he was also in Prison Break, which was not something I watched, but apparently he was shirtless a lot in Prison Break, and sometime after Prison Break. He's, he has always had a battle with depression, uh, which makes me identify with him, but he put on a fair amount of weight. Uh, so he, he went from being this very lean, muscular guy to, um, we'll go with dad bod. I won't say that he was ever fat, but he was definitely not the uh, lean, muscular. Not uh, a supervillain. Not a, not a supervillain. And uh, there was a picture that somebody took of him and it went all over the internet, and he kind of he kind of had a really nice takedown of the person that was trying to fat shame him, and and I admire that. And now he's now he's gotten himself back in shape. I don't think he's down to the lean that he was for uh, this episode or uh, uh, Prison Break, but he looks good. He also whenever I did my research on him because I thought this when I was watching Captain Cold, like <laughs> when watching Captain Cold, I thought is Captain Cold gay? <laughs> And I thought that again in it whenever I was watching this, and I was like, maybe it's not the character that's gay. So I looked him up, and it is not the character that's gay. It's definitely Wentworth Miller. Mm-hmm. Um, and his whole story about that just made me sad and happy for him. That he, mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just I want to give you a hug, Wentworth Miller. You seem like a cool guy. Yeah. Hey, come on the show. Yeah, come talk to us. We'll give you a hug. Love you, Wentworth Miller. <laughs> I hate this episode. But I did like Gage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like one of my favorite moments I think ever is him being like, kind of bagging on Buffy, and then she takes down Angel, and then he's like, "Walk me home." Mm-hmm. <laughs> like just super casual, and I love that. Um, back to hating on this episode. Yeah. This is the first, and to the best of my memory, only episode where they start um, shaming Buffy for the way she dresses. It's brought up several yeah, times. several times. And I was really annoyed that when she was complaining about it, everybody ignored her mm-hmm. and acted like it was a trivial problem. Yeah. And I understand that they're researching and doing something, but everybody looked annoyed at her for complaining about this. Mm-hmm. About her sexual assault. Like, she, she was yeah. sexually assaulted. Mm-hmm. And she's telling everyone that she was sexually assaulted, and everyone's like, we're busy right now. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that... That was one of the many things that was turning me off of this episode. Um, and then Xander, who... Now, Xander has been problematic on more than one occasion, but when he, talks, <laughs> when he talks about how Buffy is... They talk about the swim team perks, and Xander says Buffy is too busy being one of them. I was like, oh... Xander, no. He even, like, doesn't he say Gage? Or not, maybe it's not Gage, but somebody, he says something like... Um, she's not one, you, you don't have access to her, or she's not one of them, or something like that. They can, yeah. And I, yeah, there is so much, like, objectification with no recourse in this mm-hmm. episode. Um, because even later on in the episode, when she confronts the, the coach, he throws her down into the water pit that he's been keeping mm-hmm. these 
mom, the, the, the swim team in after they turn into these things. And she says, what, so you're just going to feed me to them? And he says, oh, they've already had their dinner, but boys have other needs. Yeah, yeah the and coach it, is going to get Buffy to the swim team monster so that they can rape her. Yeah, and I and like it's just so flippant. Yeah. And it's not brought up again. No, it is. Uh, Buffy at the very uh, when Buffy throws the coach down there. Those boys really love their coach. <laughs> I thought they were eating. I, I got. No, they were not eating him. Why do you know? Because that? Buffy says those boys really love their coach. After the coach had said, the boys need sex. You know what? I didn't interpret it that way, but I, I like it. your interpretation. I didn't interpret it that way at all. I thought that it was they were eating him. I love pizza. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, that. But like, and he was not sexualized, and the um, nurse, the school nurse, was not sexualized. No, no, no. He was not sexualized, but like at the very end, like like that that was the implication that I got. Like I could see how you could interpret it as as they're eating him, or you could interpret it as like they're raving him. I think it's a valid interpretation. But the point is that there is a lot of sexual like there's a lot of sex talk stuff in this episode that is just completely like washed away. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't like the, the treatment of Buffy or the, like, mm -mm. we've already had the talk about school dress codes on this podcast mm -hmm. a lot, but, like, the swim team who wears Speedos, and they're getting on to Buffy about her tank top and jeans. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know if they were trying to make a comment on that, and the direction failed their commentary or if they didn't write a very good commentary. I don't know what's going on, but if it was a commentary, I feel like it didn't hit. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Um, we did have a Jonathan sighting. Yeah, Jonathan. Jonathan was an asshole in this episode. He really like was. I, d no, I thought he was not like... Well, he, he got mad at Buffy for... Uh, helping him, which is something we've seen before. Yeah, yeah. the sexism. Mm -hmm. That he, he did not appreciate Buffy helping him. Uh, and then they tried to blame him for what they thought were deaths of people on the swim team. Yeah. Mm. He peed in the pool. Yeah. Yeah, he peed in the pool. And let me just, let me just say something real quick, because I don't mean to suggest that it's not gross, but the average human bladder is about 500 milliliters, which is not a lot of fluid. Okay, guys, it's not a lot of fluid. <laughs> so, yeah, Xander's fine swimming in Jonathan's pee. He's yeah, fine. I mean, he might have encountered a molecule or two of urea. He's fine. It's okay. Um, so this school has school medical records that Willow is able to access. And that school nurse sure does a lot of stuff. Like, my school nurse, I was like... I'm going to throw up. And she was like, here's a trash can. I'll call your mom. Go sit down over there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but the school nurse is like, I don't think it'll need stitches. But maybe see your family practitioner after school or something. Nurses do a lot. The school nurses do a lot more for the sports teams than they do for the rest of us. 
Like we rarely see them, but the sports the, the sports teams see them a lot. I was in band. Sports team. <laughs> we support the sports. Oh. Hey, I, I got a letter jacket for band. Yay. <laughs> I didn't get a letter jacket. Yeah, I lettered in band. You guys are cute. Big time. See, I was in tennis and cross you country. In tennis. And <laughs> I, I was in both in high school. And his best friend in high school called me and told me he wasn't. Oh my god, he's so lied. <laughs> so did you letter in tennis? Is this what you're telling us? Um, no, I'm saying that we got to see the nurse more often. Oh, I've okay. never seen the nurse before. Uh, but also, I would just, school medical records. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a thing. It is a thing. Well, um, but they don't, they're not usually as extensive as they did, thought they were in this episode. In this episode, they seem to indicate that they went back quite a distance. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the most upsetting part of this episode for me, I have to say, is when Gage changes. Yeah. It's like, oh no, he's ripping apart that beautiful skin, that beautiful, fabulous gay body. I'm so very upset right now. <laughs> um, I actually... I hate this episode for so many reasons, but it also has some moments that I really love. Mm-hmm. I really love that scene because Buffy comes in to protect Gage, and and Gage is screaming for her, like mm-hmm. he is asking for her help. But and you, there's that moment where she's like, "He's not attacking. What is happening to you? Why are you on the? You're fine. Nothing is wrong with you. What are you? Oh God!" And like, and she has that confusion and that helplessness, mm-hmm. and then she realizes what's happening. And I like that scene a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Too yeah, bad it it's be, in this episode. It would be easier if Wentworth Miller weren't in this and if it was just 100% sucky. Yeah. But it's not 100% sucky. Yeah, if they had a worse actor than him. Yeah. Yeah, like... I don't know, because if they, they, they picked, like... If they picked anyone were anyone that was bad in nineteen in the nineteen nineties, they're picking actors that I potentially really really like from now, because like I was thinking, yeah, somebody really bad in the nineties, like Leisha Collins. And he was, was so like, bad in the nineties. Yeah, he's so bad in the nineties, and then, and now I'm like, no, but I really like him now. Damn it! I'm fairly certain that he he sold his soul. <laughs> But he got really lately because he's really good now. Anyway, Misha, come on the show with us. We'll we'll hug you and and tell you that we love you. And I mm. promise not to ask more than two questions about Charmed. <laughs> we'll ask two questions and no more. And I will ask nothing about Charmed, having only seen two episodes. I don't know if I even saw two episodes. Um, I, did, I watched two episodes for him. Oh, okay. Not Misha Collins for Jay. Oh. I, uh, yeah, I don't really have much left for this episode other than Snyder is ramping up the sketchy factor super fast. Yeah. Like, he went from, like... He's losing his shit. <laughs> he went from, like, from like 40 to 100. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, he was pretty sketchy before, but he wasn't, like, this sketchy, and now he's, like, breaking the law sketchy. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna chalk that up to the mayor. We're, we're building up to things. And oh, yeah, absolutely. Stressful. Um, so, uh, I have a story to tell about excelling at losing. This, it opens up with them talking about how the swim team is the only team that's winning anything for them. And, uh, when I was in high school, we were the worst at everything. Like, 
was terrible at everything. Like, we had high, the highest dropout rate. We had, like, crazy numbers of teen pregnancy in my school. It was just, it was all really bad. Um, our, our test scores were pretty continually low. Um, for the, like, my school got closed down and reopened after I graduated from there. But one of the things that we did was we were set to have a record-breaking losing streak. Longest mm. losing streak in the country. And then our football team won one game. One game at the beginning of the year, and everybody's like, "Oh yeah, our our luck is turning around. We're gonna be great this year." And they didn't win anything else. Uh, and, and I was just like, "We can't even fucking lose right. We could have <laughs> broken a record, and we fucked it up." Man, that's like the. It's like when you want to go to when you want to shoot the moon, and you don't yeah. because you won. You won. Stupid fucking... <laughs> ah. So so I get it, Sunnydale. I know. I know how you feel. <laughs> feel your pain. Um, so Xander... Actually, let me back up. So when Coach What's-His-Name shoved the nurse in the sewers, he physically grabbed her and shoved her in. Mm-hmm. When he put Buffy in the sewers, he threatened her with a gun... Which, I mean, from the point of view of the story, where they need to get Buffy in the sewers, of course they have to do it that way. But why? She's like five foot nothing. Why would he think to threaten her with a gun? Why would he think he couldn't just grab her and throw her in? So, Mm, yeah. Maybe some of the teachers are picking up on what Buffy is. Mm -hmm. Snyder is trying to blame Buffy for everything. He's trying to get rid of Buffy. Yeah. Um, so you, I feel like you could make convincing headcanon that since next season is when Buffy gets the award at prom, right? Yeah. So we're, we're, at this point, people know that she's something special and next season she will be awarded for that. And so I don't think it's too much of a stretch. And, and Snyder himself is like, she's behind everything that's wrong. Yeah. And I don't know if he really believes that. Or if he knows what she is and that she's stopping some of the things that are supposed to be going through. Yeah. But so I feel like it makes sense that maybe some people have noticed. Maybe don't fuck with Buffy. I can buy that. My second observation is Xander got to be manly and heroic. Yeah. Which is not a thing that Xander gets to be very often. Yeah. But he came in and beat up the coach. However, and I don't mean to disparage Xander here. But they had that written so that he basically bicep curled Buffy out of the sewers with fishmen trying to pull her back in. Yeah, that was that seemed like it was harder. It should have been harder than it was. So I don't know. I don't know what a strong man bicep curls. Any idea? No, but it's. it's I don't think Xander can bicep curl a, curl a woman. Um, that's what I'm thinking. I mean. Buffy's not a big girl, but she's probably got to be close to 100 pounds. That's a lot of bicep curling right there. Yeah. I had one observation, which is that coach was a genius. Yeah. Like, he was, had to be super smart, because he took some Cold War documents that were released after the uh, Iron Curtain fell. That's true. And he, and the Soviet scientists working countless working so many decades on who knows how many test subjects 
did not figure out how to crack the code for this uh, formula to make mm -hmm. super soldiers, but the coach did. The coach figured it out. That's true. He is a genius. Um, the estimates offered by the Testosterone Nation website suggest an average barbell curl weight of 80 pounds for men or 40 pounds for women. Because the barbell curl performs the same motion as the dumbbell curl except with both hands. Oh, that's the barbell what... curl is for both hands. The average curl weight for this type of exercise would be approximately half that per arm. So 40 pounds for men, one arm, 20 pounds for women. Yeah, there's no way he could buy something and Buffy. I'm going to say that Buffy looks like she's probably about the size I was in high school, which mm -hmm. was 98 pounds. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so yeah, Xander's no way he's bicep curling Buffy. So, yeah, I think... I think when I was lifting weights, I was bicep curling 20 pounds. I don't do that. Anyway. Uh, Cordelia's speech that she gives to Xander, that feel weird? Oh, when she or thought... when she thinks that... The, the speech that she thinks she's giving to Xander. It felt very not Cordy. Yeah. Um, Which speech? When she thinks that Xander's turned into a fish monster, but it turns out that it was Cameron. Oh, yeah, that seemed very out of character. Like, like Cordelia wanted to, like... Basically, give her life over to help this creature live in the wild. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Cordy, you're making a lot of decisions you don't agree with. Yeah, it felt weird, and that it was mostly just there for humor's sake. Yeah. yeah. I don't like it when when we break character for a joke. Yeah. I, I yeah. couldn't have seen her going, oh, Xander, oh, no. This means we can't date anymore. I can't be seen with because a fish Because she already drink. basically said that earlier in the episode. Yeah. So, um, still, it was a cute joke, but I agree. It, it, as she's giving the speech, you're kind of going, who are you? No, I don't believe you. Think so. My last note on this is Ugh, and I don't know what made me write that last <laughs> Ugh, or if it was my, just my general feeling of the episode. Probably overall. your general feeling of the episode. I think this is going to be, like, honestly, as much as I love... Captain Cold. I think I'm going to have to give this episode a one. One Mr. Pliny. Dude, like I said, there are some scenes that I really, really like in this mm -hmm. episode, but like the overall, like... Mm -hmm. It's just a weak episode. It was a weak episode. Yeah, just the overall misogyny and casual sexual assault. Yeah, that was... That was really me, especially because as I'm looking at this, Ellen Hampton, that's a, that's a very female-sounding name. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, sweetie, why? Yeah. What? And and I don't know if like, I don't know if she wrote a treat. I, I mean, I guess I could have maybe tried to do more research on this, but it's generally kind of difficult to find this information on specific TV episodes. Mm -hmm. I don't know what her role in writing the script was exactly. Right. But um, I'm just. I'm just really upset at how much people were ignoring Buffy when she was saying, I've been assaulted and everybody is telling me that it's because I wore a fucking pink top. And the only acknowledgement they have of that was when she said, of course, I don't have a mark on me. Well, you wouldn't necessarily have a mark on you. Yeah, well, he didn't, he didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. He threatened. Yeah. He implied that he was going to. No, he did do something because Buffy had to hit him. He, like, reached he reached. He reached for, for her. her. That's sufficient in my mind. And and granted, said, well, that's what I was. That's what I was leading up to. Is I feel like what he ended up doing, which was reaching for her, is sufficient. 
But, like she said, it does look bad for her case. Yeah, it does. On the other hand, Snyder was right there. Snyder was there. He did see it. Yeah. Or he at least saw part of it. But yeah, Snyder was there. He did presumably see at least Mm -hmm. part of it. Um, And he still chose to bring Buffy in. And everybody was like, I'm I'm just crazy angry at the talk of her inappropriate dress and the no repercussions for that. Because without, when you don't put repercussions in that, it feels like the writers are saying, you should not dress like this and not expect this to happen. Yeah. Uh, One last comment is as the fish creatures are swimming away. I know they were really, because you know, they love to show the scenes of the whales and the dolphins and they dive down into the water and their tail flips up. My God, they were they they swam so uncomfortably. Because they're in big fucking rubber suits. <laughs> that is just no, no. The very first time you dive, your feet may come up. After that, there should be no sign of your feet, guys. No sign of your feet. I'm You're just, doing it wrong. I'm just really glad that those poor actors did not drown in those suits. And I'm I'm speaking for me. I I I swim like a fish. I used to be a lifeguard. I used to swim competitively. It's a very ineffective way to swim. <laughs> Shame on you. I didn't think it was ineffective because I didn't know, but it occurred to me, like, I, I'm a swimmer, and, like, I, I've done swimming things, but I've never, like, swim. I, I've never been in the swim team. <laughs> um, so, so I'm, th- like, I was just thinking, it looks like they're just kind of doing, like, flips in, yeah. sta- in, in place in the ocean. I I was one class away from being a lifeguard, and mm-hmm. I was concerned about their swimming in there. <laughs> I was I was very concerned for their lives. Should have been a lifeguard. More immediate uh, uh, gratification for saving lives. <laughs> yeah, there's not actually on it much life. Mostly you just yell at uh, children for running. Well, I will say then. this, that the summer I worked as a lifeguard is the only time in my life I've ever been to him. And it took me till July to quit running. <laughs> okay, I was still... Coming home with sunburns in July. But by August, I was tan. Okay, so we got our rating, which was a one Mr. Pointy out of five. I can't argue. I'd like to give it a pile of splinters for Wentworth Miller, but I don't know if even he could say this. See, I was thinking I was thinking two for Wentworth Miller, but the thing is all this all the sexual assaults ignoring and it was just really bad form. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can agree. So please visit us on iTunes or Google Play. Give us a rate, a review, and a subscribe. We really appreciate that. It helps us move up in the ranks, help more people find us. And just consider telling a friend about us. We would appreciate that as well. Uh, you can find us on the Twitters and the Instagrams at... Once More W Buffy. And also Once More W Buffy. Excellent. Uh, we are on Tumblr as SnarkCast. There's a long, complicated URL, but I am not a Tumblr person, so I don't know what it is. But apparently if you search for SnarkCast, you'll find us. And finally, check out GumbyCatNetworks.com. That is our podcasting home, and we really appreciate that. You can find our sister podcasts, Collective Snark, and Beyond the Cabin in the Woods there, as well as other interesting podcasts such as The Ultimate Showdown, where... A group of huge dorks, not norks, I don't know what norks are, but (laughs) huge dorks debate who would win in a fight. Not me. Girl.
Zombie Cat Productions. Podcasts for podcast people. Meow. Meow.